Hello and welcome to this Open University video tutorial designed to supplement the module T189 Digital Photography. In this tutorial we're going to be taking a look at black and white and monochrome conversion techniques in Adobe Lightroom. Creating a black and white image can be very useful in several different circumstances and the T189 study material will give you much more information on this. But to summarise, high contrast images and images where detail and texture are dominant factors make good black and white images. One final circumstance where black and white works well is in a generally good image but where the colours are not significant. Either they are pale and washed out, or just generally not punchy enough. This photograph, taken in Sitges, a town on the Mediterranean coast of Catalonia, Spain, struck me immediately because of the shadows being created by the curved wall here, and the way that the curves of the shadows contrast with the uniform pattern of the brightly lit pavement. The colours in the image are not particularly significant to the overall look, and I think it's an ideal candidate for black and white conversion. The first method for conversion to black and white in Lightroom is the one-click black and white function over here on the right. When I click it, I get an immediate black and white conversion. It does create quite a flat looking image, and this is because monochrome images tend to look better when they have higher contrast, so you would need to adjust the contrast and the other tonal controls here to encourage a more impressive visual effect in the image. I'm just going to return to the colour version for now, and I'm going to show you some of the presets available by default in Lightroom. The presets are located over here on the left-hand panel. For this image, I'm going to show you the Lightroom black and white filter presets. These filter presets actually affect the way that colours are filtered in the black and white image. This might be somewhat confusing given that there are no colours in the black and white, but actually the brightness of each colour still has an effect on the overall look of the image. Black and white film photographers often use coloured filters to affect, say, the intensity of the blue sky, and these filters mimic that effect. Cycling through these presets, you can see the effects of each. Here's the blue, here's the blue high contrast, here's green, infrared, orange, red, red high contrast, and yellow. I'm going to choose the red filter here because I like the effect, but the high contrast version is a bit harsh for me. The next thing I'll do though is immediately adjust the contrast because I think I can do a better job through a more subtle application of the tool. I think we've protected the highlights a little better using this technique. It's already looking good and I'm going to use the clarity slider to enhance some of those local contrast areas, especially on the pavement. You can see that it's been given a little bit more punch and we're really starting to see that contrast between the shadows and the textured pavement. The final thing I'd like to do is just crop it a little because much of the upper part of the image is largely irrelevant and distracts from my intended point of interest. So going to the crop tool I'm going to choose a square crop. I like square crops especially in black and white images but the crop you use is up to you. And I'll move it down slightly there. So you get the effect of this curve here and also puts this area of interest into the top third where the eye will hopefully be drawn to. I'll just tighten the crop a little more and there. I think I'm happy with that. Whether or not you think it's worthy of good marks in T189 is another thing. Let's move on to my next image to show you some other techniques. This photograph was taken in Barcelona and it's a shot I've been trying to capture for some time now. It's a classic scene of the very famous Siet Ports restaurant on the left, 
and I really wanted to capture it with no people in the scene, concentrating purely on the shadows cast by the archways on the right. There's not so much detail in the image, and in fact it does suffer from a little bit of softness, either due to poor focusing or possibly some camera shake. These kinds of issues can also be reduced by using a monochrome or black and white conversion, and I do think that such an effect here will greatly improve this image, especially because of the high contrast of the shadows. But perhaps we'll try something a little different here, using a different set of Lightroom presets, the black and white tones presets. These allow you to affect the colour tint used in the image, so the effect is not really black and white, but could be considered monochrome. I'll quickly cycle through these. We've got Antique, Antique Light, Cream Tone, Cyanotype Blue, Selenium Tone, which is pale, Sepia, and the Split Tones, which apply different tints to the shadows and the highlights. I'm going to choose Cream Tone as I like the effect that it produces. By default you can see that the preset has increased the contrast, but I'd like to push that even further to really emphasise the contrast in the shadows. I think I can even drag the shadows down a bit more to enhance this further. And I think I'll soften the effect on the highlights here, making it slightly less dramatic in the arches. Again, I'll apply some clarity to enhance the detail in the image. It's always worth playing with a clarity slider in a monochrome image. I think that's given the image a good look, and I'm fairly pleased with it. I'd need to play around a bit more to get it just right, and another effect that I like to use in monochrome images can be found here in the Lightroom Effects presets. And choose a vignette, which will darken the corners of the image, giving it an old monochrome effect, while also focusing the attention on the centre of the frame. Here's one, and here's the other. I really like this kind of dramatic vignette, which balances well with the scene, so I'll use that. The significant problem that remains is that the furniture in the foreground is quite underexposed, which is a shame because it did add something to the scene. In a later tutorial, we'll come back to this image and take a look at using the effects brush to adjust the tones of an isolated area like this. In the meantime, have fun experimenting with your own black and white conversions. Thank <laughs> you.